Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, it is the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show, Liverpool, Atletico Madrid in the Wanda Metropolitano. Uh, Jay Pearson, Ross Chanley join me in the studio for this one on the countdown to kick off. Um, yeah, I mean, Ross, you didn't have us, you went, you went with us, sorry, for the uh, final word show, so you haven't been had a chance to sort of marvel at Liverpool's brilliance. But let's be honest, if you're going to go into a game which is effectively, you know, on paper, the toughest group game we've got, it helps, I think, to go in on the back of a 5-0 win. 100%. And with your front three firing as well, um, I think he's always always a bonus. And the other person that wasn't involved was, was rested. So there's obviously competition there. The only thing is it's against a team that we don't have a very good track record against. <laughs> and I find myself confused and going, I really hate them, but I also oddly admire the way that they play football yeah. and, you know, the Diego uh, Simeone's teams have just been aggressive and nitty-gritty, hard-working, infuriating <laughs> at the same time. I quite, I quite like it, but it's another test for Liverpool that they have to come unstuck against. They are um, horrible. I'm not having anything other than that. And because a lot of this ties into the fact that, you're right, we've struggled against them in the past. I go back to Diego Forlan and yeah. Europa Leagues and all that kind of stuff. Don't like Atletico Madrid particularly. Um and yeah, I mean, look, being back at the Wanda, being back where there'll be, you know, there'll be people around again. You know, the thing about the incredibly hostile uh, approach they gave to the stadium last time we last time we played them out there. But there is a point here, Jay, where there's a there's a little bit of a point to prove against that Let's Go. I think that will come more over at Anfield in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. But they're two points behind us in the group. I think it's the most important thing here is to try and cut the legs off them in one way, shape, or form. A draw is a very, very good result, I think, in the, in this regard. But I think given how we played their last time as well, they were lucky to get something yeah. out of that game. We didn't particularly do enough to, to land enough blows on them, but the way in which they got the goal was very, very fortunate. I think Liverpool will feel like they actually can go there and get a result if they need to. Yeah, and you've hit the nail on the head, mate. It's, it's, not, it's like a revenge mission, isn't it? You know what mm. I mean? It's like... With theme burned. of the season. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's get them T-shirts made. Um, yeah, I just think we owe them one now. And I just think, oh, we're playing Atletico again. You know, when we got drawn, I was like, oh, I'm sick of it. Yeah. But it's a chance to put a marker down on this group and be like, right, we're qualifying and we're qualifying top. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree on that. And the, the one thing that maybe plays into our favour, I suppose you can spin this one way or the other really, Ross, they actually haven't played a game since the 2nd of October. We know that they had their game postponed at the weekend because of the whole Brazilian and, and you know South American travel what thing. What a great decision that is. A sensible yeah. decision. Yeah. Very professional. Well, yeah. we say that, but, you know, Liverpool without Alisson yeah. and Fabinho won 5-0 away from home in the early kickoff. So... Yeah, technically we've not played either because that was a bit of a training session. But you're right, it's, it's like kind of, we spoke about the season about momentum and going into games where, you know, that works both ways. And Liverpool sense you're right, you know, winning 5-0, being, being buoyed, whatever. You've got the Brazilian lads that have been over there for a few days. They want to get back involved as well. Whereas Atletico, I've no doubt that Simeone will have them drilled, training ready, you know, doing, you know, Training sessions of matches against each other, ready for ready for this game. The fact they've not played is probably massive, but also they haven't lost the game either at the same time. So you know, they'll, they'll be quite yeah. happy with that. Well, yeah, of course they go into the international break having beaten Barca two 0 So you know they are they're in decent shape, the fourth in the league. The, the only reason they're, they're down is because they, they've got a game in hand at this point. If they win the game in hand, they'll be level top of the mm-hmm. level top of the league. So they've started really really well. Really, I mean they had a real struggle for goals for a while, which is why when they were a goal down against AC. It, in in the last Champions League, I did think, oh, this what a, what a result this will be. But what they've got is they've got they still got a lot of winners in that side. And you mentioned the Diego Simeone attitude and what have you. When you've got Suarez leading the line, you've got him as the manager. You're not going to give games up easily. No. And to turn that around, I think actually sets them up. To, this this could have been a bit of a dead rubber already, but it actually it's it's a massive game in terms of the group already. Yeah, they've got better since last time we played them. Yeah. And again, that that frightens me a little bit because we didn't. You know, have a good track record with him in the past, and I'm just like, it, it, this is the one game I was really worried about. I mean, granted, how we played against AC Milan and Anfield, I should have been a bit more worried. But we saw that. You complacent as well, did you? A little bit, yeah. A little bit complacent, yeah. I was in the crowd going lots. Yeah. But I just, I'm, I'm more excited for this game now because I like this Liverpool side being tested against side like this. Yeah. Because it can stand you in good stead for the rest of the season. So I'm, I'm more excited than I am nervous. Yeah. Well, it's a massive week, Ross. It's a, yeah. it's a huge week in terms of our ambitions for the season because, you know, to that point, we, I think Liverpool will feel that they're better than both the teams they're going up against this week. You know, Atletico and Man United at the, at the weekend. But you've still got to go out there and do it. You know, yeah. a win here puts us in a commanding position as far as the group goes, with them still to come to Anfield, of course. And again, if, you, if you're thinking of them as the toughest other side, which might be up for debate, AC Milan and Porto, both both good teams. We don't know how good we are in comparison to them yet. And similarly with the Man United thing, on paper, you're looking at it going, both teams got a wealth of talent, both teams have got, you know, more than enough going for them. I feel we're better but you've actually kind of got to, just got to go and prove it now. Yeah, well, I think we're better. I think you're right before, a point is a good result, but you don't go into a game going for a point, do you? Yeah. And, and certainly there's one player there, Mohamed Teller, who's formed the season, won't allow Liverpool to go in there thinking that a, a point will do. You've got the advantage of you win, great. You know, you've got a, a good lead in the, in, in the group stages. You can afford to rotate a little bit more, but that never seems to work out. Or it certainly doesn't feel that way. So a draw would be good. But even a loss, like, it wouldn't be nicer, I said before, with, like momentum and, and feeling going to a big game against Manchester United. But... You're not at the group stage at that point. And I've got one eye on Man United because it feels like it's a really good time to play them. But also it's not because all those those players, and we'll do this later on in the week, have been terrible for weeks. But I know for a, a fact they'll, they'll get themselves up for Liverpool. Liverpool have to be prepared for that. And similar, I thought it's going to do the same. Well, exactly. And to, to be fair, as far as your preparations for Old Trafford go, going the wonder, you know, against a really well-disciplined side with attacking talent... Atletico Madrid are a better team than Manchester United. Man United, on paper, have got more stars, I think. That maybe, maybe. Not the same. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's the point. The one thing that Man United haven't got going for them, they haven't got a brilliantly organised defence. They have, they've got a good goalie, but haven't got a goalie as good as our black. They've got a good atmosphere, and the atmosphere will be toxic because it does. But you know, you're not going to get. Um... Kick off before the game on on Sunday, well, you know. But but there always is, you know. There's all kinds of, you know, they've got loads of that that kind of stuff going on. They'll be they'll be distracted in a variety of ways. But like the 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 coach isn't going to be greeted in the way that it's going to be greeted at Wanda. The point is, is this is this is on this is going to be a bigger spectacle. It's going to be a bigger noise. It should be a much sterner challenge. Mm. And you want you want that? This is like it's like almost like training against a better opponent than you're going to go into the ring yeah. against in some regards. So yeah, I, I'm I, to your point. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this because I want to see Liverpool tested. I I need to know how good we are. Yeah, and I think we're good. And I think the second half against City showed it. But also we saw a couple of bits. You know, we didn't we didn't get past Chelsea. We've dropped points to Man City now. We could really do with owning this group because also we actually need to put our focus into the Premier League for a, for mm. a few weeks. Yeah, no, it's true, mate. And you know, six points this week is just massive. It goes back to do you remember the week we had when we played Manchester United and Real Madrid. You know, it was like that. We knew we were a very good side, yeah. and then coming through that, we were like, my god, yeah, we are amazing. And it'd be the exact same this week. I know it's this that's ten years between, but it's that feeling again that I'm getting. And it's it's mad that I'm having that feeling. It's not a knockout game. It's the group stage and just yeah. shows how big this competition's become. I, I think the experience of playing there, uh, it wasn't last season, was it? It was the season before. I think it's one of the last games I went to, actually. Like, the atmosphere, like, being, yeah, being, being prepared for that sort of thing. I think mm -hmm. those players, most of them that will play tomorrow will have that experience of going, OK, I know what to expect now. I know how hostile it is. I know it doesn't make it easier, in fact, but it does in a sense because you can go, I know what to expect. And yeah. it was it was loud, it was horrible. Well, we haven't played a big game away from home yet this yeah. season in that, to that level. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know we had to Porto and Porto can be, but it wasn't a full capacity either. No. You know, whereas we had, you know, Brentford made a big noise and we had a little wobble there. Again, that's what I'm kind of saying is that it's, the atmosphere is training for Old Trafford as well. But also, yeah. again, you need to go there and withstand it. And to, to my point again, Liverpool will go for the win, of course they will, because that's yeah. how they that's how they're, they're there. But if we can get if we get a point from that in terms of setting the group up, you've taken Atletico's best chance away of taking points off you, and then you've got to bring them to Anfield in a fortnight when you've got fifty four thousand people, mm. most of whom were infected with coronavirus the last time we played yeah. uh, them by the by their travelling fans <laughs> with our big point to prove and a big noise to make and you know and all that kind of stuff. So it sets us up. We want to set that game up to really mean something in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's very exciting stuff indeed. Uh, Jen LFC, who's been a member here on YouTube for 10 months as a cult here. Well in Jen. Great content, guys. You smashed it. Thank you so much. Um, that's very lovely of you to take the time out of your day to say, you know, when you, most people go take to social media to say audible stuff. So thank you so much. That is lovely. Thank you. Have a great day. Um, right, yeah, we'll take some more comments and stuff a little bit later on in the show. So if you've got some thoughts and feelings on the Atletico game and who Liverpool should be starting uh, in that team, then do uh, get them comments in. And if you are a club legend, subscriber on the Redman TV com you've got our discord chat to get involved in that as well uh, right we're going to take a very short break before diving into what we think Jürgen Klopp is going to do who should be starting up front who's starting in midfield and beyond uh, but yeah we've got a fantastic documentary streaming on the website right now uh, that was made by uh, Ben Kelly one year after we had that famed game, of course, before the shutdown, where we all got infected by COVID and what it meant for the city of Liverpool and beyond. Fantastic stuff. Here's a little look at that. Actually, wait, no, trivia question. <laughs> Just testing you. Jesus Christ. Trivia question. Eight players to a play for both Liverpool Atletico. Name them. Right, here you go. Here's the trailer for the documentary. <laughs> 
We were football fans going to a football match and our job was to go there and support the team. Is a red roll Coliseum. Mystery virus started here in the city of You must stay at home. Who is to blame for that game going ahead? Two and a half thousand alleged Madrid fans coming in, bringing virus with them. Two weeks later, the death rate absolutely rocketed. He shoots again and scores again! Imagine fight how deadly and how life changing it's going to be. Many more families are going to lose not ones before their time. It's <laughs> Somebody fucked up. And somebody should be held accountable. Yes, there you go. That fantastic documentary. Uh, really, really good stuff. You know, we do a lot of like light-hearted stuff. Anyone who watches on YouTube will know we do. We don't take life uh, or footy too seriously, but you know that is a real, it's a real interesting watch to be honest. And it's got some great insights into some you know some really sort of like hard sort of topics and whatever. So yeah, I would highly recommend it. And we've also got loads of light-hearted stuff on the on the website as well. So sign up on the redmentv.com. And if you become a, cl- uh, a club legend on there as well, then you get access to our Discord group. To use in live streams. Um, I need your own show as well. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, we can announce this. The Club Legends have come to us and said, Can we have a Club Legends show uh, that goes on the website? And we went, Yeah. And now we're actually doing it. So yeah, the uh, the the club legends themselves. It's the club legends show for club legends by club legends, um, which is going to have a rotating member of the Redmen TV team in there as well as a guest. Where guys get to, if you join in there, you get to be on that show, uh, which is very cool and very. Uh, it's, it's a weird, like proud dad yeah, moment to, say, to, to have this a different level, which yeah. is great, mate. So this card. So if you want to be on that show, uh, then become a club legend on the RedmanTV.com. Right. Uh, the question was: there's eight uh, players to have played for both Atletico Madrid and Liverpool Football Club. I want you to name them. I mean, there's one really, really, really <laughs> obvious one, but well, there's two really, really obvious yeah. ones. Uh, well, I I got Torres. Yeah. I got Suarez. Yeah. And I got Garcia. Ooh. Did you get any others? No. Who <laughs> 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 did you forget out of them three? Suarez. Oh, fair enough. He actually just places them right now. Yeah, yeah, that was that, yeah, that was I my most obvious mentioned one. it before. Yeah. Uh, now I've got nothing. Yeah, I'm in my mind. I'll, 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 I'll take one. some clues. I'm fuming myself. Arbolella, Morientes, Jota. What? What's name slow, is slow down. You, that's not clues. That's just you shouting footballers. Just... Are you having football player Tourette? Yeah. yeah. What, are you, what are you doing? Danny Rose. Do you want some? Cl- do you want some clues? Yeah, yeah. I've got clues. Um, the ultimate preseason player who never made it as a first teamer for Liverpool. I'll narrow it down. We talk about him every preseason. He's the benchmark for young footballers. Danny Pacheco. Danny Pacheco. Yeah. yeah. Um, famed one of two uh, young signings made by Gerard Goulier. Oh, uh, Pongol. Florence Cinema Pongol. Nice. Correct. Uh, Newcastle fullback currently. Manquillo. Javi mm. Manquillo. Um, former Liverpool left back. Um, one season he was he, he, I mean, he should very much have been in rotation for another season or two but unfortunately he was in competition with Aurelio which means that he played lots more football than he should have done and he, he never had a great career for Liverpool off the back of it Argentine small looked like he was oh, physically related oh, in sewer in sewer yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. well done uh, and one more um, he ran down the wing Maxi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maxi Rodriguez, well done. There you go. If you got all them right, you were absolutely fantastic. Give yourself a massive round of applause, pat on the back, yeah, and all that good we did, I think stuff. We did all right, though. I carried you, I mean. 
Yeah, it's fine. Wouldn't be the first time. Oh. Wouldn't be the last time. Um, oh, right, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, let's talk Liverpool team then. Um, Fabinho and Allison will be back. Um, Ross, there's no way where they don't just come back into this team, but it's a good start. And point is, we've got two lads there who've had a weekend off. It's very rare that you get to rest your goalkeeper, but so be it. We have. It makes. It, it means there's just two less places where the goalkeeper sort. I mean, particular midfield. Fabinho will come back in, and then you're really determining who you're going to be your other two. Yeah, hundred percent. Can't argue with that. I think Keller more or less had a rest by that one save that he had to make another nine minutes of the, of the Watford game as well. So you know, it, not that he's done anything wrong, but obviously Allison's the best goalkeeper in the world. So I think he, he starts Fabinho. We could be talking about the work rate and the the needle of Atletico. I think he's the person to have in there. Probably a guaranteed yellow card, but you need someone who's to put out fires and to kind of help out those other fielders and the full-backs because I feel like it's going to be an intense end-to-end game. You need him in that midfield because I think, you know, it's all, all good having a rest, but he's the best in that position in the world as well. So why, why would you not have him in there? But also it gives the likes of, you know, maybe Milner gets a rest in this one. He, he, and again, we shouldn't really do this, but <clears throat> I think you do. Is have one eye on Sunday. I'm going to rock and play for Bino. I'll rest one. See who's in the best, you know, physical condition for this one. I don't think there's anyone who played against Watford who deserves to be dropped, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, that's a good good problem to have. You know, yeah. it's a couple better than last season. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, you've signed, you play well, show me in training, you know, today and obviously tomorrow, who deserves to start. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think there could be tons of players banging on the banging on the door for this one. It being two big games, I can't see us doing anything drastic in terms of rotation. But to, the, to your point there, which I think is spot on, Ross, I, I, there's, there's not like... There's no weaknesses, yeah. you know what I mean? So I can't really see Nico Williams now starting this game instead of Trent yeah. Alexander-Arnold. I can't see I could see him very much doing a similar thing where if, if you can, maybe you sub Trent off with 10 minutes to go again just to keep him fresh for, for yeah. Manchester United and similarly with Shimikas. But I think Shimikas is slightly, would be more likely. But again, he's going to put as many of his best players on the pitch. I guess, Jay, it's down to this now. Who are the best players available for this? Because... We're in a weird situation where I'm not entirely certain. So, like, Hendo almost... Well, Hendo will start because he's yeah. the captain. He'll likely be pushed into mid, further forward in midfield. But then you're talking, does Cater go again? If Jones is back, which I think it would be touch and go, would you would you would you chuck him in for this? Oxley Chamberlain looked bright when he came off came off the bench at the weekend. How close is Thiago in this conversation as well? James Milner, James Milner, yeah. eternal. He was he was actually rested as well. So it says that Milner might actually be ahead of the other lads for this one potentially. Maybe Cater or Cater or Milner for this. It's a lovely headache to have though, isn't it? Yeah. Sure what would you do? Um, after watching Naby, I'd, I'd be putting him in again. Really enjoyed watching him. Yeah. Um, and as much as I have been very disappointed overall with his time at Liverpool in terms of his injuries and stuff like that, and, but I just think, I think he's got this, we said on the final word, didn't we, with the Watford game, he, it, he just seems like he's got something in his mind now mentally where he's like, I feel like he's got past that barrier of, I can't perform. But I feel like now he can, so I'd like to see Cater in there, especially with the way Atletico Madrid play. You know, Ross touched on it brilliantly about Fabinho putting the fires out yeah. and letting Naby go and do his job. And I think that that for me that I'd love to see that. Yeah. But again, the dynamic can change. When we were talking on the final word about Naby being on one side of the midfield, he might now go back on the other side to accommodate what Hendo needs to be doing, what mm. Fabinho needs to be doing. So nice, nice headache to have, mate. But that would be what I would do. But if Jones, I wouldn't be disappointed because he's he likes playing. You know, just Jones, doesn't he? He so. does. He does indeed. What are you thinking, Ross? James Milner. I think 
don't know because I don't think he's done anything wrong. I think he plays this one, doesn't play Manchester United. Yeah. And, and, and I was talking about the midfield before, completely forgot one of the best players for Atletico when we played him last time was Thomas Partey. Yeah. Because he fucking really ran the show, but he's not there anymore. Yeah. So have they still got that industry midfield mm, to require that? But I, th- I think when you're going for a win slash draw, but you want to come out with a draw at the very least, I think that industrious hard work in midfield, which I know a lot of people don't like, but it's got us a lot of success in recent years. So I, I would tend to do that and go actually navigator. You run between the lines and just tear my United apart. Well, I, yeah. I, I wonder whether our approach though, because it, it depends what Atletico are. Because I, you look at Atletico's players, and I look at um, Joao Felix, and you look at Luis Suarez, and you look at Thomas Lamar, and you look at you know the, 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 I know I know, but you know the options that they've got, they've got good attacking options. But you know we talk about them; they're a bit. I don't want to disrespect them too much by calling them the Spanish Burnley because they're obviously not. <laughs> they're not, um, but they are a team that will be resolute and be hard to break down. And I wonder whether we need we've constructed our side more around that because we saw last season the template to beat in Liverpool is to be hard to break down and, and trust that we, we won't have enough to get to get through them. I think we will, I don't think we'll go industrious. So I wonder whether, I mean, Anakin Henderson, it's a disrespect to say he's industrious, of course, but I wonder whether Cater might be a better nod to whether his body can carry him through on this one because Fabinho, Milner, Henderson, I'm not sure gives you enough I mean, I'm saying this when Milner got an assist uh, yeah. in, in the last game from the left left byline. Um, You're I talking more. Bobby might need to be doing a little bit more. He might have to as yeah. a result, or maybe you actually go four-two-three-one and you start Jota and Bobby in this one mm. because you know that Atletico are not going. It's not going to be a free-flowing, open-ended game of football. Liverpool are going to have more of the ball, and we're going to be tasked with breaking them down. And we failed that test miserably the last time we went to the Wanda to, to mm. do it. We barely landed a glove on them. So maybe we do trust in that and go more attacking from the start, which might preclude Milner's mm. selection in this one. But you can still go attacking with your full-backs and Mad Milner oh, over to do the right-back. But, you, but you've just convinced me to go 4-2-3-1. <laughs> so you just want to Jota and the rest of them. Yeah, all in for that. Yeah. But that's yeah. lovely though, isn't it? Yes, it, it is. Yeah. Have, like, when yeah. you, you're chatting about what you put Milner in, I was going, actually, no, yeah. 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 So, Sam, not for anything. Mm. Yeah, no, I am. Um, and then I guess just, if, let's say we don't and we, we stick with the three. You've got Jota there who's not played the weekend. We know he had a slight injury concern, which is why Portugal let him go early. He's on the bench, so he Mm. he must be fine. And you'd imagine if he was fine for the weekend, he'd be fine to start for (laughs) this one. Is the one eye on Manchester United where you're thinking... Here's my lineup that I definitely because I, you know, I want to go into Old Trafford and I know I know how I'm beating Manchester United. So you work backwards, and therefore Bobby comes out for Jota for this one, or vice not when he's just got a hat trick. You know, well, if somebody's not a proper number nine, you scored number nine, three number nine goals from an accumulative ten yards at the weekend. Bobby's in some of the best form he's been in in the past two seasons. Again, I don't, I don't see the reason to drop him. I think it'd be extremely harsh. Maybe if he's a bit tired, you would do. But like, he's got. I've just got three goals. Why, why are you dropping me? You know mm. what that's eating. But also, this is why we have the competition. This is why we have Diogo Jota because he's supposed to come in and put these put these players out. I think there's. I keep forgetting we get five subs in the Champions League. Yeah. So you can start with these players, and I don't think it's a, it's a knock. You know, so Bobby didn't start and go. Actually, he's still got it half an hour, mm. and then you got to start on Sunday against Manchester United. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just the, the thing with Bobby's in is that he needs match sharpness. We're talking about a lad who just got a hat trick to the point, but I think he, he looked a little off it in his general play, and that's not 
like through lack of skill or endeavour or any of those things it's just he hasn't played lots of football mm. and you need to get him back he, he needs two or three 90s to beat the best Bobby Firmino which is frightening by the way because again he's just scored a hat-trick he's got like he's, he's nearly like a goal again. he's nearly like a goal a minute ratio yeah. at this point of how well, he, how well he's playing he's in the last season's Goal and assists yeah. so far, aren't yeah, he? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, so there's a point here where, to Ross's point, maybe Jota just goes back into the mix, you know, for the week where he's our 60 minute substitute, where and it might be for Manny, or it yeah. might be for, or it might be for Bobby, or hell, it might be for Salah if the game's going, they're going really well for you, and then you've got another gear to go to if things aren't working out, and maybe maybe you're chasing a goal, or maybe you're chasing a winner, having someone like that to to bring on to change the game. Jota could be a very useful asset like that. Yeah, it? and Josh is not going to be. Of course, he'll be upset. Every every player wants to start games, but he knew what he signed up for when he came to the club. He knew that right. I've got to edge my way into that to that front three, and when that front three is playing, you know the way it does, you're not getting a, a look in, which is great because it's great like, headache for Klopp. So he'll know, but he'll also know that I know I'm very good at football and I can score goals. So if I can't against Atletico, yeah. I'm giving you, you a headache for Manchester United. Yeah, uh, so the, it's also interesting the fact that. I think Jota might be better because Bobby seems to struggle against people who play deep. That's what Atletico are going to do. So we play like the Brightons and the Burnleys and he's got banks of four in front of him. He struggles for time and space where he's good against Watford because they were just fucking all over the show. Yeah. Whereas Jota's got that kind of last man on the shoulder about him at times. Might be a better. But I'd be saying that, but like but that... Bobby, they, they had two banks of four and then a bank of four and a bank of five and Watford. I know they weren't organised with it, which is, of course, well, which is a major yeah. difference. Yeah. And, and yeah. again... Bobby's shown in that game that he actually has got the instincts to be in the right place at the right time because they're all poachers' goals, aren't they? I, I, I do. I'm not disagreeing with you, by the way, because I, I, I think Jota is Jota feels more lethal. Yeah. But I think again, it's going to depend on what the midfield is behind and how the gate, the pattern of pattern of play develops and what have you. I think if you've got someone who's breaking lines from midfield, then I don't know that you you might you might need to actually because just tell Bobby to go and be attacking, tell him to be in the right place at the right time. The good thing is, is that I don't think it matters actually which one we start. Like a really ball, it's fine. But well, but well, you know, you you've said that as a, you've said that as a joke. I know, but. What? There's a chance that Vukariki actually does play in this game. It's it's a perfectly reasonable it's time. Of this or Preston, isn't it? Yeah, well, he will definitely play in the in the Preston game, but I don't think he will actually because I think while you've got those four lads to choose from, yeah. uh, Paul, I mean Paul Altaki Minamino, I don't quite know where he is at all in the in the pe- last. Uh, really, to be fair, um, but it's good. It's an it's an it's an interesting situation to be in because I don't think anyone would be asked. I think now that Bobby, we've seen Bobby and we've seen his smiles and his celebrations. Let's be honest, we love Bobby Firmino more than we love Diogo Jota. And that's not that we don't love Diogo Jota. He's just very new. We yeah. haven't had a chance to get used to him properly yet. Um, we've got four lads here who can all come in. And realistically, actually, it's the Champions League. You've got five because he could quite reasonably come in and offer something in this football match as well. So, yeah, we've got lots of those lots of those choices. The bench is going to be immense one way or the other. And we, we've got a rare ability to change the game positively from the substitutes bench because... Uh, we don't know where we are. Just, uh, at the moment. We don't know where Tiago's at, and I would suspect that he, uh, even if he was back in full training, he wouldn't be starting this football match anyway. He might be a substitute option if that's if that's possible. That would be very nice if that was the case. Uh, Casey Jones will be in a similar kind of situation, but past that, any there's not really a combination of footballers I would be 
really unhappy. And if you can't beat those two lads that you just mentioned there, then you just prepare them for the next game. Yeah. And then sell the lads who are playing midfield for this one, go and run your socks off, and you might be able to get a break on Sunday. The only yeah, other true. thing is maybe Joe Gomez, um, but I, I'm not sure he's in rotation for the right side of centre-half thing. And it's just that little extra extra pace with the likes of Thomas Lamar there and, 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 and Felix as well. But... Why would you change anything? No. Yeah, exactly. No. We can be play, obviously, we play Watford, but we come back from the international break and everything's fine. Yeah. No, John Matthew doesn't play international football, but like, I'm shocked still that he's remained, he's remained fit. You know, and his, and his, his form has been he's arguably better well, than Van Dyke. It's interesting, actually. We did a big old chat about um, Matip. If you want to check out the final word show there on the website, then please do. Or if you're a YouTube member, you can check that out as well. The Yeah, he he's benefited from a break. He's benefited from a pre-season. He's, you know, and Chris made the case, he actually might be in better form than Van Dyke so far this season. The only thing is that we've got, and Naby's the same, they feel like the human equivalent of the Sword of Damocles, of like... An in, a Matip injury and a Cater injury are hanging over our heads. Yeah. That, they go that, to the red zone a lot quicker than everyone exa- else. Our logic yeah, follows yeah. that Naby's just played three international games. He's then played against Wofford, which we were all shocked with, and given how much he played as well and how well he played, that might be a game too far for him to do another one if you then wanted to play Man United. And we know we've rotated the centre-halves a little bit, but I can't see how we're rotating the centre-halves for this. But if you weren't going to rotate the centre-halves for United... Uh, for Atletico and United, why did we not do it against Watford? Yeah. Who were going to be a slight, but, um, but does that tie into the fact that we had a young goalkeeper playing? <laughs> You'll drive yourself mad. It's impossible. I can this name season. the eleven versus Preston before I could do Man United. Uh, probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I think it will be a very similar eleven over these two games, and you and then yeah. you will you will ask them to go hard for this week because it's, and everyone wants to go hard, and it's a big test of a, a test of character as well in mm. this as well. But at your point, we've got options there. We can change the game from the bench and not lower the quality of what we've got on the pitch. So very, very exciting indeed. Uh, let's have a little look at how the group's panning out then. Um, so far and how the rest of the Champions League is looking. Top of Group B for us at the moment. Uh, play two, one, two, eight, four, three against. Obviously, as you said already, it puts us two points ahead of Atletico Madrid. Porto down in third on one point. That'll be interesting again, whether if, if Porto can pick up a win against AC Milan and either drag themselves into a conversation you know, you want you want Atletico looking at Porto, maybe, or you want a world where they both cut each other's throats and Liverpool and Atletico know they can kind of just ease their way out yeah. of the group to some extent. Um, but I actually, can't read any of that in the glasses. There we go. There we go. <laughs> hey, there we go. But you're um, looking at that now. A win against Atletico, and I'm all of a sudden feeling very, very comfortable about that group. Yeah, it's massive. Porto will and draw will do. Yeah, I'd be absolutely, yeah. absolutely made up with that one. And just for just to have a look so far, PSG top of Group A with Man City down in third at the moment. That would be yeah. fucking hilarious if they managed to conspire What's to fuck that up. Uh, they are playing football, <laughs> a game of <laughs> football. Tuesday. They are playing Egg. Club Bruges. Oh. Simon Mignolet's own Club Bruges in Bruges. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, City should absolutely, should still walk that by all accounts. They battered PSG, didn't they? But, um, but we're a bit unlucky to not get something from it, but not asked. Not asked in the slightest. Right, um, yeah, we're going to wrap up shortly. I want to get some score predictions from you guys before we go, Ross. 1-0 Liverpool. 2-0 Liverpool. Ooh. I'll take a 2 0 oh, Liverpool. I was going to be a shit house and go for a draw. I thought, no, no, do you know what? Actually, well, we do need to, we need to beat them there. Yeah. Positivity. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Just to make it more dynamic, but oh. less but less pleasurable, but more pleasurable, 
two one to Liverpool, having had them go ahead this time again, yeah. like last time. Like but this time goal. we just we score one of our thirty seven shots. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. Yeah, we actually just go and turn it round. Yeah, I, I want I want again. I don't want this to be a well. No, no, I'll I, take that. But I was about to say I don't want this to be a walk in the park. No, no. I want every game to be a walk in the park. Stupid thing to say. Eight nil. Yeah, but. For the challenge of it, I quite like the idea of us getting a hard fought one nil or you know yeah. in isolated goal wins where we've had to come through the adversity and silence the crowd and do that because again for me, this game's important but it's nowhere near as important as the Man United game and mm. it, not because I think Man United title challenges I really don't I really don't think that at all but I I, I think that they think they are and I want us to be as prepared as possible for this and I know there's some cases if you win this 5-0 you get to rest loads of players and you may be more physically ready for Old Trafford yeah. but I, I, I want us to be battle hardened by the time we go into Old Trafford they can be a statement we actually dick them everywhere going actually put them back in your place you want title challenges you never were yeah. you've come by last well, season Liam Bento mm-hmm. is one of our uh, Wonder Kid members here on YouTube says six matches in the next 22 days nice precursor to the upcoming festive season fixture crunch I completely mm, completely on that and yeah. again you know, we, this is a side that does best in those kind of environments we're very good we've, we've managed to become very good at being good in, in high pressure multiple game environments and now that we've got actual lads to rotate I mean we're in a world now where to the point Divock Origi would have been rotated or Sturridge would have been rotated in in years gone by who's a lad who doesn't suit what we do mm. now we're in a world where we're talking about maybe not playing Jota for the second game on the on the bounce not starting him and having him as a substitute option He, we talked about this on the on the final word where you've got the top Premier League top goal scorers and it's Salah and then Mane's a little further down and Firmino's down there as well Jota's right underneath there yeah. he's not far away in a couple of weeks time he could very well be right we could have four of the top five goal scorers in the, in the next couple of weeks <laughs> um, lovely, lovely stuff. Um, right, yes, thank you so much for joining us for the build-up show for Atletico Madrid. We will be back with the watch-along uh, on the night as well. It's also make sure you come and check that out with us on Tuesday evening. Plenty more to keep you going. In the meantime, there will be an Oppo preview. Steve, sorting that one out if you want to get more about Atletico Madrid. That is going to be on the RedmenTV.com, the Around the League show. Are you on that today? Yes. Ash? Do you know what we're talking about? Arsenal. Ooh. Who, who played tonight and obviously some of the Andy Alley stuff as well it's all kicking off a little bit and Gary Neville's changed his mind oddly enough <laughs> and said Man United would never have title challenges well, I, think, they, I think he said so I did the the overlap stuff last week and it was fascinating how it was last it, the, the him and Paul's goals were asked about it and they, they both like paused for just slightly too long yeah. where they were clearly gathering there how do I say this best without upsetting my friend the Manchester United manager but yeah great stuff plenty of Ollie chat I think in the, in the next uh, few days or so leading up to the Man United game but yeah we'll have that all covered for you so if you want to get everything in and around the match and you want documentaries features and interviews uh, John Achterberg we got Paddy the Baddy UFC's breakout scout star in conversation with uh, shows are there for you guys on the RedmanTV.com so get involved and if you become a club legend you get your name at the end of the credits just like you'll see in a second uh, thank you, gents. Absolute pleasure. See you all very soon. Ta-da.